0: welcome to this week's episode of off the tracks we're your hosts i'm kyle that's steven across the table from me as always oh hey hey guys why are you so hey welcome to off the tracks. Hey, i'm trying to I'm talk kyle, this is steven. i'm trying to talk over that jackhammer outside i don't know if it's being picked up during this recording if it is i apologize
1: mm-hmm. um but you think yeah i would go up in volume not speed oh my bad was it the speed yeah that's what i was kind of oh. weird weird about
0: Sorry, I'll slow down a little bit for you over here. (laughs) But yeah, uh, talked to the construction company. We couldn't come to an agreement on when they had to work and when I had to work. Mm. So we're recording. Yeah. this is work? Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you guys liked last week's episode. Low pay, but... (laughs) Really, yeah. (laughs) Zero times zero is still zero, (laughs) Stephen. Talking about giving me a pay raise over here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope you guys liked the first episode where we covered Alice and Chains' facelift. Yeah,
1: what'd you think about that? Huh? It was great, man. Did you have fun? I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Have you listened to the album since Facelift? Yeah, uh, a little bit. What mm-hmm. about you? No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm over and done with it. So um, uh, I probably will yeah. again one day. You know,
0: I like it. So tell everyone what we're covering
1: this week. Oh God, what are we covering this week? I asked you. Yeah. Well, I thought you were the host. that well, this was your this show. Is,
0: you picked this.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: one of your favorite fucking bands of all time. Uh huh. So I would thought I would give you the you know the space to <laughs> announce it.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem, Dick. letting the uh, the guest take over the show. I You're appreciate. not a guest. <laughs> I'm glad you brought me on for a second week. You're welcome. <laughs> Cause I'm going to start doing it myself next week. Um, okay, so this week we're going to cover the album 18. And um, what do you call those? Roman numerals? Yeah. 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 Those check. numerals of Roman. Yeah, check yeah. that out. That's pretty cool. Uh, by the band 18 Visions, which was their big uh, return album after, what, a 10-year break. They came out in 2016, right? Um, this dropped in... Uh, 2017. So, it was an 11-year break, right? Well, no, they broke oh. up in 2007. Yeah. Their last but, album. But 11 years since the album, I guess, since so that dropped in 06.
0: Yeah. Their oh. last album they put out was their self-titled in July 2006. Yep. You got it. And then they, the drummer, shagged the uh, bassist's girlfriend, right? Oh, I don't know.
1: Rumor. Rumor. Uh, that's I heard it through the grapevine, but eh. Oh,
0: no, you, you don't want to talk about your... Uh,
1: who knows if it's true or not. Oh, okay. But, you know, You want to talk about your source? My, my source? Yeah. Uh, may he rest in peace. Yeah. The uh, former bass player, mm-hmm. Mick Death, Mick Morris. Um, you know, should we already cover this? I was going to cover it in, on track four, but you want to go ahead and go over that? Uh,
0: we'll, we'll get to it then. Okay. Keep it for track four. Uh, so, in my opinion, 18 Visions does not get a lot of credit. They're not a super huge band. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as metal goes or anything. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because it's not like they're unknown, because you'll hear other bands talk about them.
1: Yeah, you'll hear, um, what's that one band? Every Time I Die? Uh, no, but I guess they'll bring them up from they, time they, to time they, they or have them as a guest to their uh, Christmas shows. Um, they're newer. I don't really like them. Motionless and White? There you go. They're you- named after a. 18 An eighteen visions vision songs. song. Yeah. Um so there's that and they're I would say more popular than eighteen visions.
0: Yeah. Um you hear a lot of the stuff eighteen visions started doing like late nineties, early two thousands. Um you hear that in a lot of metal bands, but they don't get the credit for kind of pioneering, if that's even a term, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, like the uh the desonant chords where mm-hmm. it sounds like a grinding sound. Mm-hmm. Um, the breakdowns, which I think are probably more of a hardcore,
1: uh, really kind of weird, um, you know, time signatures. Yeah, which uh, you know, a lot of, I guess, math uh, core or uh, I don't know what
0: math core is. I just yeah. I hear math core. I think Dillinger Escape Plan because Dillinger. I it, yeah, I read it in a guitar magazine, yeah, but <laughs> I never understood what that meant.
1: I I, uh, I I think it's just based on the time signatures. Just having weird time signatures.
0: Like shifts in the song and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like going from 4 4 to like 12 8 or yeah. something like that? Just
1: unusual signatures, yeah. Um, and those early albums from 18 Visions, really heavy. I would say that was the beginnings of a, what, like deathcore or whatever people call it. It was
0: definitely, especially that first record. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, I would say their heaviest record maybe mm-hmm. except for until the ink runs out they might be number two mm, perhaps as far as heaviest that they ever put out but yeah just there's no other way to describe it other than heavy mm-hmm. without it being like death metal mm-hmm. or black metal
1: because
0: mm-hmm. um, they they never had that
1: um, the which I don't like all the used subgenres. I, I, I don't either I call it metal or this or that yeah. but people talk about death metal hardcore i definitely think that first album was definitely a a mesh of those two things
0: yeah it's fast it's loud but at the same time it doesn't have that short precision that you hear in the notes for like a death metal or black metal it's very punk Mm -hmm. as far as simplicity yeah but uh yeah i used to go sleep to that record (laughs) Mm, interesting (laughs) so yeah had a friend come in one time he's like how the fuck do you sleep to this uh, like, like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but initially, I'll go ahead and talk about my past history with 18 Visions. Okay. Um, you know, save the best for last you, because mm-hmm. I have to owe my entire love for 18 Visions to you. Well, well you're
1: welcome. Um, but initially, I, I fucking hated them. Well, because you had only heard the uh, self-titled? Yeah, or? I heard
0: late 18 Visions, 2006, 2007, 18 Visions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very mainstream. Um, that was when, you know, for description purposes, we'll call it emo was big.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure.
0: Um, guys were wearing a lot of mascara.
1: They definitely jumped on the, um, at least for that album, I'm going to say it was like Avenged Sevenfold was big. And yeah. It was yeah. Kind you of a had thing. this,
0: you had this trend going on where like yeah. guys would, well, not so much Avenged Sevenfold, but other bands would wear like ties and mm-hmm. nice clothes, but they would wear makeup too. Which...
1: That's another thing that uh, I think you can thank uh, 18 Visions for. They are kind of known as the first fashion core band as well. You're
0: going to throw out a lot of core bands, aren't yeah. you? It, when, you add a, when you add core to the end of a genre, does it diminish it, you think? I or just know. make it silly?
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: I feel like the only thing that you could call core would probably be hardcore yeah. and not be you know silly. Even metalcore to me seems silly because it's just a combination of hardcore and metal
1: mm-hmm. together yeah
0: which 18 visions pioneered but you know whatever mm-hmm. we'll go there
1: yeah i think they were one of the first bands doing the dressing nicely ties button-up shirts yeah. some right. makeup nice hair of course you know most of them are working salons and stuff like that yeah, so. the front man is actually a hairstylist right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but um yeah could not stand them
0: thought they were just This wussy band, (laughs) like, trying to be something. Mm -hmm. And uh, my first time meeting you, Mm -hmm. you had an 18 Visions hoodie. I did. Which was black with pink little birds on the shoulders.
1: Yeah. They're they're called wugs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Wugs? Yeah. Is that what they're called? But I was just like, yeah, fucking pink. I mean... (laughs) How
1: heavy could they be, bro? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fucking pussy willows over here blowing in the wind. Real bands like Shadows Fall and Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: um. They might be a little heavier than those bands.
0: Then you and I started hanging out. And you showed me that back catalog. hmm Holy fuck. Mm. You want to talk about heavy? Oh, yeah. That's a heavy goddamn band.
1: Yeah. I keep hearing that word. Is there a problem with the uh, Earth's gravitational pull? What's that? The heavy. Heavy. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's the only way for me to describe them that does them justice without sounding.
1: That's from a movie, and it was also used in one of their songs. If oh, you really? recall correctly.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, though? How did you? Um, how did you discover this band?
1: Oh God. Um. Let's see. I randomly found them somewhere on the internet, I believe, and I had heard. Uh, no, 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 no. My first. Uh, time hearing them was I was really into the band him at the time and they were playing uh, someone nearby Cincinnati and I wanted to go see them I'm um, sure we will
0: cover him at some point oh uh, that'd be fun right yeah.
1: maybe uh, maybe bring
0: a uh, brother Zach on for that right.
1: <laughs> <He'll be good. laughs> and so I was trying to see like who's playing with them and it was uh, 18 visions so I slowly downloaded one of their songs on Michael bowler's dial-up. And uh, it was one of the older songs. I was like, well, this is fucking weird because him sounds like him. Mm -hmm. And this is brutal. And I didn't really like it when I heard it. It was kind of weird because, you know, obviously down the road I uh, fell in love with them, But uh, it was a different time. I didn't listen to things quite that heavy at that point, especially considering him wasn't quite that heavy either. Uh, Later on down the road, I rediscovered them. And the album Obsession was out, so I heard a song from that, and then I got into it, and then, yeah. That was when What's they- What's I guess.
0: That's when they started- Obsession came before Vanity, right? Or was it after Vanity?
1: Uh, after Vanity, it was definitely a departure from Super Heavy, but it yeah. still had kind of breakdowns here and there, but they kind way, of, way more melodic. Yeah. yeah, they
0: softened it. I think they started doing that in Vanity, and then Obsession was where they-
1: when really you, want full bore yeah, with, waste, like, waste let's waste try time. to go kind of mainstream here, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, it seemed like uh, other bands got bigger than they did. Like, Bleeding Through was hot for a minute, and their front man came
1: from 18 Visions. Mm-hmm. Former guitar player, Brandon, I don't know how to say Yeah, I'm a name. butcher,
0: but I think it's Schipetti or yeah. yeah, Something like that, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how I would say it. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, and then 2007, they, they quit. Yeah. It was over.
1: Uh, well, I think that was due to um, the album, 18 Visions, being kind of a flop. And maybe we'll get into that on one of these tracks, perhaps, as well, because I feel like maybe one of them was maybe kind of about that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I can see that, that we'll get into. Um,
1: but I, the rumor is, the official numbers, I don't think were out there, but it says it was probably... Under 100,000 copies of the album sold. Which is crazy to me because that victim,
0: the hit off that record, Mm -hmm. had multiple playtime on Fuse at the time, Mm -hmm. back when they played rock and metal. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely bought it first day, so. (laughs) uh,
0: WWE used it for their Vengeance pay-per-view that year.
1: Yeah.
0: It got played on the radio here, so that's how I knew that it was a hit Mm -hmm. because they only play hits here. They don't play any deep cuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a problem with that, because apparently the uh, label wanted them to put out Tonightless as the lead single, and the band was like, no, we kind of want to put out the rocker instead. Then you put out the ballad. Yeah. So, maybe- Standard standard practice. Maybe that pissed off the label, and they kind of gave up promoting it, perhaps. Didn't put a lot behind it. Who knows? Uh, Who was it? I think it's Epic. Was it Epic?
0: I thought it was Trust Kill they were on.
1: That was their indie label, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. But they were on Epic Records at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, maybe that's uh, a part of it. Uh, Who knows? I don't know.
0: And I mean, I guess at that point they had been doing it since
1: mid-90s. They they formed in 95.
0: So, yeah, 12
1: years. And uh, then you get that and then you're... Maybe you were promised a huge hit. Who knows what the label told them, and uh, it doesn't quite work out. Yeah. They toured it for a year, and uh, all of a sudden it was like, "Hey, our two last shows are coming up, and we're done."
0: You did you go to one of their last shows?
1: Oh, I definitely wanted to, but uh, yeah. unfortunately, it was in California, and I live in Kentucky. Oh yeah, so. you did. <laughs> chain reaction, right? I believe so. That was the last one. Yeah, but uh, did you go see them live? With I, I think i remember you having the poster uh no nah, that was just uh an ebay special right there i definitely saw them uh one two at least three times if not more deliver I, every time oh fantastic live show loved it um i've seen i've seen uh some live clips and i'll get into
0: them later mm-hmm. but um yeah, they seem like they would be...
1: I mean, one year I went to uh Warp tour just because they were there, and that's all I cared to see.
0: They were on second stage, right?
1: Well, probably. Yeah, maybe. I can't see
0: them playing the main stage no. with My Chemical Romance or
1: something. No, 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 no. But- <laughs> all right,
0: you ready to dive into this album?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, Let's do that after uh, Steve's song pick of the week,
0: huh? Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. All right, which pick this week?
1: All right, well, this week I got a song by the band Sanction from their recently uh, released album Broken in Refraction, and this song is called Radial Lacerations, so let's check this out.
0: Hope you guys liked it. Did you? Hmm? Yeah, it was heavy as fuck. <laughs> God, awesome. <laughs> it is pretty heavy. I stuff. would like to say, uh, you know, um, we are not going to be just a rock in the middle. Well, I, I was going to say that surprise for the end. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it then. Yeah. Y'all didn't hear that. I was going to say,
1: listening. hey, next week's going to be real different. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, <laughs> ignore what I just said. <laughs> or you can just, you know, cut that out because it's right after the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Let's do it. Pop right. in this record. Alright, here we go. Eighteen by eighteen visions. We got track one crucified.
0: Uh, yeah. The track opens with uh, the buzzing of bees. Yeah. Which um that's kinda bees have kind of been like one of their things, right?
1: Uh, I was definitely the cover of um Until ink runs out or was it yesterday's time killed? Uh neither of the above. Um No Time for Love. No Time for Love, there it is. Yeah. The little uh, 7-inch is – the album art is bees, yes. Yeah. So, I thought that was a pretty cool little callback, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah. They definitely went back to their roots on this album. Yeah,
1: I feel like this album was a – just kind of a – fan service sounds bad, but –
0: It was a – well, we don't have to call fan service. Say a a thank you. A Um, thank you? Yeah, yeah, because they still had a following – 10 years after they stopped mm-hmm. so
1: but, but definitely like a callback fan service is the wrong way to say it but kind of because there's just a lot of um I just like throwbacks to other songs and uh, they just touch on things like that and i guess we'll get get into it but
0: yeah uh my initial uh, impression of this album is they heard a lot of people doing their thing Mm-hmm. They wanted to come back and show that they could do it better. Mm. So there's, there's probably like only one band that I would say has a anything over 18 Visions, and that's probably Disembodied, which they pretty much ripped them off, right? Or they took a lot from. I wouldn't say ripped them off, but.
1: Who ripped off who?
0: Uh, 18 Visions ripped off Disembodied.
1: Yeah, I would say, but that probably. Uh- Goes against our point earlier that they were like the uh, pioneers of
0: this. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was like this person takes from that person, and then a bunch of people take from the original mm-hmm.
1: thing. But but I wouldn't say they the uh, they definitely borrowed some ideas, not an exact copy. disembodied yeah. still a little different.
0: Yeah, the biggest the biggest thing I would say that they took was the uh, the dissonant
1: guitar chords. Mm-hmm. What's that sound like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I wish we had buttons to play with. That wouldn't be great. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, you got any uh, thoughts about Crucified? It
0: hits you like a fucking hammer in the face.
1: Yeah. To me, it was like, hey, heavy, heavy open. This seemed uh, maybe plant, right?
0: Yeah. Like, come in with a bang Mm -hmm. because it comes in with the bees and then the guitar, like, boom, 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 boom. and then you hear James Hart still cruise, uh, five, and he screams it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the drums are going 100 miles an
1: hour, mm-hmm. almost like, blast beat style yeah. here. Yeah, just
0: heavy. I wouldn't even say blast beat because blast, blast beat, you have like that little back and forth with the double kick. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is just a straight fucking hammer down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's over true. Over yeah. and
0: over and over, like, like a fucking UFC beat down for fist, mm-hmm. like, you know. <laughs>
1: Like there's no like it would be up, good down, for uh like, you to down, make a down, YouTube down, video of uh, a UFC uh, clips perhaps yeah
0: yeah and you just speed <laughs> up the punch like <laughs> and then they go into I've never been consumed you know and the guitar goes back from the the blast to a groove
1: yeah yeah which I
0: don't know should I get into this now about the groove associated with 18 visions
1: uh, go for it good time you, you brought it
0: up okay they um they're fucking experts at this, in my opinion, where they will come in and blast you, go back into a groove.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, um, the closest band I would make a comparison to with them as far as being able to just hit such a catchy groove with their guitar riffs and the drums and everything. But them other than Pantera.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Every time I die?
0: Every time I die, I can do it, too. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I... thought that's who you were going to say. No, <laughs> I,
0: I, no Pantera, because... To me, Pantera is one of the like sick, like sickest metal bands that can just capture in a groove, mm-hmm. and just go with it. Sure. Okay. But then, uh, you know, going back to the lyrics of the song, I've never been consumed, never conformed, and then you hear the guitar player, which his name is Keith Barney. Keith Barney, go like you,
1: yeah, uh, former uh, vocalist uh, also. So yeah. yeah, not for this band, but yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, check out his. Is it still available? Can you still check out Rain?
1: Uh, I don't know. It was on MySpace, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, it was years ago. Yeah. I remember that being great. But he was uh, in, he started his own band after 18 Visions, um, Monuments to Thieves, so check that out. Um, what else was he in? I can't remember. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay.
0: But yeah, he just, the way he curls like you and that growl, mm-hmm. it just compliments James' vocals. Yeah. So...
1: Uh, any, do you have like, like an idea of what this may be about?
0: Um, you know, listening to the lyrics and stuff, it sounds like somebody's just falling, you know, from the top of the mountain.
1: hmm
0: Like you once were a king, but you've become a pawn. hmm mm-hmm.
1: uh, I guess my takeaway for this was, well, Heavy Open, uh, which I wrote down as like, This is a statement, perhaps, Mm -hmm. uh, which kind of went over, I guess. It's definitely meant to hook you. And then lyrically, maybe it was kind of like a, well, it's called crucified. Uh, Maybe the, or they want the listener to be like, hey, I'm crucified for maybe being different or something, because they talk about not being uh, consumed and maybe conforming and stuff like that.
0: Or maybe it's like a uh, thing about selling out, you know? Hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. you know, you're king, but then you sell out for more fame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're deceived by the record company. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you were saying, like, which we'll get into in another for track. For another track, yeah. Yeah, just like these underground darlings sign their big major record label. They're promised all these things, and there's been manipulated.
1: Mm-hmm. And maybe they, they feel uh, crucified by the fan base for that. Could be. Yeah, who knows? Uh, buh, buh, buh. I think that's all I got for crucified. What about you? I'm good. Let's move on. Oh, other than sick ass breakdown.
0: Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> let's, let's talk about these breakdowns. Uh, where do breakdowns come
1: from? I have no idea. If, no, you're the music guy here.
0: Well, like you're more <laughs> of a because I feel like breakdowns come from like punk and hardcore, and you're more that kind of field. Where I'm more like rock, mm-hmm. straightforward metal.
1: But yeah. Does it come
0: from that or does it come from like just taking a like a heavy ass riff and just slowing it down? Yeah.
1: Like, I don't know the conception of the breakdown, um, but I love, I love them.
0: (laughs) Well, I think uh, in other, I could be wrong about this. I'm not musically trained or anything, but excuse me. They, um, it might come from like taking the spot in other songs of like an outro Mm -hmm. or something. Because I would say Pan, I'm gonna, I might keep going back to Pantera in this, okay. as weird as that is, but uh, Pantera would do kind of breakdowns too, like in Domination at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I hear breakdowns, I think hardcore. I think 18 Visions. Mm-hmm. So and anyway. well,
1: maybe it's a, a lazy writing thing in the sense, like you said, maybe like we don't know how to finish the song, so let's just. Yeah. fucking rock for a minute. Yeah,
0: let's give <laughs> let's give people something they can you know fucking
1: yeah, ninja to. kick too. Yeah,
0: yeah, slam kick and mosh. Yeah.
1: Um, did you have a ranking of breakdowns on this album? Because I my first note because I was listening to this in order, obviously, and I wrote maybe the best breakdown on the album. But then I got to track two, and I was like, well, maybe this is it. I don't know. Yeah,
0: you. <laughs> it does no good to pick. Um, cause he just, it fluctuates, mm. you know, whatever hits you that day, like, fuck, this is sick. It's the best one. And then you'd be listening to the album like next day and you're like, no, wait, this is the fucking sickest one. But, um 'cause cause you know, that's what you do when you're holding on your steering wheel bopping. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. But, that's uh, what I do.
0: So, uh, how many days in a row did you listen to this record when it first came out? Oh God.
1: Many? Yeah. I mean, I waited 10 years for this fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It stayed in my CD player for a while. I actually, uh, my copy is stuck in that truck out there. I can't get it out. Oh, well,
1: at least that was
0: a good one. Yeah, right? <laughs> but
1: You ready for number two? Let's go. This is uh,
0: The Disease, The Decline, and Wasted Time.
1: hmm mm-hmm. So what do you think about this one?
0: That fucking opening riff, man.
1: Yeah, my first thing I wrote was The bends.
0: Yeah. I, love I um, them. If you guys haven't figured it out from the Alice in Chains episode, I am a sucker for a great guitar riff. Mm-hmm. And this is one. Yeah. The boom, the boom, the boom, the boom. Is this what you would da-bum. call
1: it? Though, a bend? Yeah. He's yeah. been in the
0: guitar string. Yeah. It's just slow and it's heavy and it's sluggish, but it sounds so
1: massive. Mm. I love it. Love that open. Yeah. It's great. Um, speaking of Allison Chains, I kind of, I was going to ask you about this, uh, you know, the kind of, I guess the chorus of the song. Yeah. Almost Allison Chains esque vocally.
0: Is it the Too Many Times I Bled for You mm-hmm. Is that we're Um You can kind of hear it, but I didn't. I didn't get Allison Chains from it. Okay, it's a great fucking chorus, though. So, mm-hmm. Like it's catchy. Yeah, like the guitar, and it's like too many. I can't sing. <laughs> it's like dum dum dum
1: dum Yeah. I, I just wanted to ask him because I read it somewhere, and I was like. Well, I kind of hear it, I guess. It's definitely different than their previous cleans, yeah. and a little more gruffed up and uh, whatnot. But. And then
0: they, they go back into the, I watch you burn every bridge, and he goes back to growling it, I hope you know how to swim, mm-hmm. choke on the air you breathe.
1: But this is just a catchy but heavy as fuck song. I love yeah. it.
0: This seems like a good time to bring this up, but to me, um, I will say this about them. This is a criticism of them. Okay. They have not always been the strongest uh, lyricists.
1: Oh, I ever. I love the band, and I hundred percent agree. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> back back in the day, it was like a sixteen year old's fucking venting journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it seems like with this record, they, you know, it's not going to be thought invoking, mm-hmm. but it's definitely great. It's great songwriting, in my opinion. Like it's it's good. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's definitely still not making you think oh, or anything no, like it, you said but it's still all fairly simple shit
0: yeah but better
1: than English which isn't which i'm not trying to talk shit because it still works i mean it's fine it's heavy music who cares
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sorry not every song has to
1: have a uh, message yeah i just want to rock out and be pissed off or whatever you know
0: maybe, maybe i do too much thinking in my day to day i just want to forget about all that and just yeah. feel emotion for a minute raw yeah
1: energy um. All right. So, you got anything about like uh, what this might be about in your opinion?
0: Uh, looking at it, your life has become a, weight, a fucking waste of time. I watch you to slip. I watch you to fall from grace. It's kind of the same message from the first song, right? God, I hope we don't get into this. Maybe. Like we just start talking about these songs and we're like, God, this is actually a really terrible album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well Who knows what's gonna happen? It's uh, off the tracks, man
0: Yeah, that's true. This <laughs> fucking train could go off of any time. <laughs>
1: Uh, my takeaway was, like, maybe it's about, um, like, being used by someone, and maybe, like, you're finally giving up or slash, like, realizing that, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely a... because uh, obviously too many times I bled for you, uh, you know, shit like that.
0: Definitely, like, a parasitic, mm-hmm. like, undertone here. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're just a fucking leech. Yeah, it's not even an undertone. It? It's just like, hey, it's pretty blatant. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you find the weakest mind, you force your way inside, feeding upon their soul until they bleed no more. It, yeah, it's definitely talking about a fucking leech here. Yeah,
1: yeah. you're yeah. just a fucking leech. Yeah, psychic fucking vampires over here. Okay, so here's a little tidbit about the song. I don't even know if you know this. Uh, all right, so we know they broke up in '07. Yeah, they didn't come back until. 2017 but apparently they had talks in between 2010 and 2013 about doing this and it just never quite worked out for everyone which is unfortunate because mick was still around at that point and he really wanted the band to get back together it seemed like and then they did and he was gone but
0: yeah do you think uh him you know
1: dying had a part in them getting back together I mean, um, maybe like kind of like, like hey, shit. we're gonna help you out or you know, do do this for you or something. Yeah, in or, memory of you, because yeah.
0: well, we'll get into that here in a little yeah, bit. And about two tracks, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, maybe it's just brought them together, like hey, you know, we could be gone at any time. Do we really want to leave without trying this one more time? Sure,
1: yeah. And I guess it's probably just fun for them at this point because they're not touring heavily or anything just kind of doing it whenever they feel like it
0: yeah it's definitely a because they uh,
1: have real jobs now blah blah blah
0: yeah they're an adult band yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much they're like uh yeah
1: uh but anyways as i was saying uh 2010 to uh 2013 they were potentially going to do this didn't quite work out but they did manage to get a song together and this was one of them
0: this one right here we're talking about
1: the disease the decline the wasted time yeah apparently how it goes i believe one of them was hanging out with the guy that did like produce this album or whatever and he heard it and he's like what the fuck's this and it's like well we worked on this whatever and he's like this is fucking good let's do something with this so and here we are yeah um and that makes me think the title maybe that uh reflects that wasted time uh you know shit like that i don't yeah. know and then I'm reaching, maybe
0: the disease <laughs> decline. Maybe that harkens back to what we were talking about with the first song, Crucified.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah,
1: I don't know. Just no, I think food for thought. I think it's a great theory. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my thing, uh, this song, uh, da, da, da. but then that build up and the shouts to that insane fucking breakdown yeah, in the song where he's
0: like, now we witness your bitter end, go, yeah, and then it's. Get your quarters ready because you're gonna have to put them in the mosh meter. That's right.
1: Yeah. We do have to bring up mosh meter more often yeah, on the song in this show. That's a great thing. That's gonna have to be a shirt. Yeah. Mosh meter. Get your coins ready for the mosh meter. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and then again, we get a picture of Zach in a hoodie, <laughs> With X's on his hand. <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh talk about like callbacks or whatever. To me this uh breakdown was similar to a previous song from obsession tower of snakes
0: yeah it's a great great callback to that i think
1: very similar i think yeah but like new you know <laughs> well tower of snakes was a banger oh yeah for sure but just all the squealies and whatnot and this breakdown it's like that's very tower of snakes yeah. so check that out uh that should have been a bigger hit oh yeah but uh listen to this breakdown and then go back and listen to Tower of Snakes and yeah, it's on you'll YouTube. hear what I'm saying. You can watch the video. Watch Mick lick his bass. And I just love those squealies. Yeah. That's all I can say about that.
0: Yeah. That, what we're talking about is the dissonant guitar chord, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, da, da, da. Wee, wee.
0: yeah all that do do Where shit. They, they stretch the, uh, the notes. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't have enough beer in me to talk about this right <laughs> now. But uh, yeah, definitely a sweet little trick. I remember uh, I was using it in our band. Mm-hmm. And I I had somebody from another band ask me how I did them. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to tell
1: you because mm. I'm a dick. He won't even tell me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, I don't know why you couldn't figure it out. I mean, you were at every practice. So like, you could just look at <laughs> my hand and see what I'm doing. But I
1: was too busy being pissed off. I got you. Drinking yeah. <laughs> your honey, getting yeah. ready to sing. Yeah. Trying to do my best James Hart for the day. Um, Ready for track three. Yeah, let's move on. Let's do it. All right. Track three, Underneath My Gun. Go ahead. All right. This opens with, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, or
0: hell, if you're a movie buff. Yeah. Opens with a sample from They Live, Sorry, Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And what comes next, you know the rest.
1: He's all out of bubblegum. Yeah. And we hear uh, some gunshots. Which uh, ties in. Uh, guns in the title of the fucking track. I mean, come on. Yep. Which also is a very cool video if you want to check that out on YouTube. Uh, it does feature the guitarist, Andy Williams, from Every Time I Die, doing the uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah, putting uh, the glasses on and seeing the, the uh, zombies. Movie. And... So. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's fantastic. you got to check it out. Okay, I will. Yeah. Uh, which is a fun little video. He goes around he's doing the whole. Um, glasses gimmick you see the bad people he goes to the concert the band's playing they're all that and he ends up killing them it's pretty cool check it out uh all right so what you got for this song man definitely great track three (laughs) (laughs) this is a good track three
0: (laughs) till i killed your pride
1: um okay so once again another throwback because they're using movie clips again, and this yeah. was very uh, heavily used in the earlier albums.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, till the Ink Runs Out, where they sampled uh, The Shining? Uh, I believe so, yeah. It's okay, Mom. I learned all about cannibalism. I know all about cannibalism.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I learned it from the TV.
1: <laughs> That's okay. He yeah. watched it on the television. Which, uh, this is the
0: first band I remember doing that. Really? I could be wrong, but yeah.
1: It was kind of a thing in this genre a little bit from yeah. during that time, early mid two thousands. It seemed like well, it seemed more of a uh,
0: punk. I'll go back to this punk or hardcore thing because um, okay. I remember Casey Jones doing it on like every track
1: mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. their
0: first album.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, which he is now a member of Eighteen Visions. Right? Was that Josh James? That's in Casey Jones
0: um that sounds familiar I remember reading that I think he's I the
1: singer right yeah he plays right. and obviously he's edge and he' he's oh, a guitar player yeah. in eighteen visions now yeah which he's also the guitar player in evergreen stick terrace. to your guns and evergreen terrace yeah
0: are they still a thing
1: evergreen yeah I'm not sure it's oh, been okay. a minute yeah uh okay what's this about
0: let's see <laughs> let's let's read some of these uh lyrics here. There's no mercy for what you've done and no forgiveness underneath my gun. It's just a matter of... And then they hit that fucking groove right there, man. Like, and it was only just a matter of time until I killed your pride. I killed your pride. I'm um, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fanboying it up over here. Um, um It seems more or less the same thing, man. Just giving a middle finger to the record company. <laughs>
1: Really, the record company. That's what I got. Why why do you say that?
0: I'm just reading it, and it's like buried by the look in your eyes, by the look in my, or by the look in my eyes. You can't take away what you don't own, and you don't own me. I thought you should know.
1: Don't own me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Uh, It's only a
0: matter of time until I killed your pride. They had a lot of like hopes for them Mm -hmm. busting out and being a big hit. Mm -hmm. Maybe a blow to their ego Mm. when 18 visions didn't. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Do as well as you, like, what'd you say? Like, only 100,000 copies?
1: Not even, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, I took away, it's like, maybe this is like a uh, knocking someone down a peg that thinks they're, like, better than or something.
0: Yeah. But uh, where uh, where do you think the uh, you can't take away what you don't own?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh, people better than you think they own everything because they're better than you. Mm-hmm. How about that?
0: I don't I think I'm better than a lot of people and I was like, I don't own <laughs> <don't know> shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't own a goddamn thing except my thought,
1: my dream. <laughs> uh, also, about, what, a minute 45 into the song goes into another sick-ass breakdown. Yeah. Just nonstop.
0: Also, guys, if you're crunched for time, you can definitely fit time in to listen to this album. I think it's only like 30, 35 minutes. Yeah,
1: it's very short. I pretty much listened to the whole damn thing on the way to Kyle's house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about doing the show. and I mean, two of the songs are under two minutes. Yeah. We were talking about doing the show. I was like, I
0: should probably uh, I should probably listen to this one more time just to kind of get a refresher mm-hmm. going into it. I was like, fuck, do I have time? It's 1130. We started recording at noon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I sat down. And I looked at all the times on the song. I was like, yeah, I'll be
1: fine. I got that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's quick, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's like a sprint, baby. Love it. Um, also, okay, this is probably the groove you were talking about, I think, in the song, where it kind of leads into the breakdown. It's kind of groovy. And then you hear James, and he's like, I know the darkness. Yeah. i broken bones, or yeah. whatever. i broken
0: bones. Sorry that if sounds, I turn you off of the album.
1: Sounds but. so fucking cool when he does it.
0: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> not us (laughs) if we had some money for some copyrights we'd throw it in here but you know yeah that'd be cool but um
1: or if we had a better setup (laughs) yeah
0: but uh yeah i know what you're talking about there
1: um all right you got anything else for track three here
0: i am done with it like you said total groove um variation on a theme
1: for me all right number four live again What you got for me? I think this is... I'm going to take a shot in the dark here and say this is your least favorite song on the album.
0: It is, but I love the album, so that's not saying it's a bad song. Mm, Okay. It's just, uh, for me, not my favorite. But I appreciate the significance of it. Yeah. If it's actually meaning what I think it means.
1: I wish I brought my album because there's an insert with uh, like a writing... That James did for Mick And it kind of ties into the song But unfortunately I forgot
0: <laughs> Oh well. Yeah this is the uh, The quiet song on the record
1: Um let's see Yeah it's definitely the softest song on the album
0: And we can pretty much agree This is about Mick Morris right? McDeth? Oh 100% Cause him and James Hart were like tight Mm-hmm. So yeah, James Hart's right. a singer if we haven't said that yet
1: Yeah Yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, basically, this is a a tribute, miss you, love you, brother, kind of song to me. Yep, you'll live again through this record. Yeah, yeah and, uh, I think, yeah, he lives again because the band is back, right? And that's yeah. kind of my takeaway for this.
0: Let's see. Let's look at some lyrics. You'll live never far beyond the page. Broken pieces perfectly arranged. Um, beyond the page, the lyrics, I guess, is what he's referencing.
1: Yeah, Perhaps, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess they're talking about his condition, right? A life in total despair, always hurt to breathe.
1: Mm hmm All right. So, I guess I'll break up those notes about him. Um, So, he died on June 3rd, 2013 from a pre-existing heart condition. Apparently, during this time, he was, like, in and out of the hospital. They finally let him go home, and he died in a sleep. Damn. Yeah. And he was... 34, something like
0: that. nowhere near 40. Yeah. So young.
1: Yeah, crazy. Cool dude, chatted with him a few times on the internet. I didn't didn't know if you wanted
0: to get into that, but yeah, Yeah. you and him had a kind of little AIM thing on (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. back in the day when AIM was still a thing, I somehow got his screen name. I don't know how, but there it was and i was like well i'll see if it's him i have a little chit chat he after the band broke up and everything and he actually sent me some demos that they were working on for the next album before they broke up and uh, i don't know how many people actually heard those songs that is, that is so cool that's <laughs> yeah, pretty neat
0: right did you ever put them out there for other people to listen to or did you keep uh,
1: them uh i never gave them to anyone um That didn't seem right other than I did bring it up to James, the singer, actually. And he was like, how did you get those? I don't even have them. And he asked me to email them to him. (laughs) So. And I think he actually made one of them into a song for his other band. So.
0: (laughs) Burn Halo, right? Yeah.
1: Wow. That's. So I was kind of listening to that album and then heard that. And I was like, did I make this song happen? (laughs) (laughs)
0: They, they, uh. In my eyes, you're their biggest fan, oh. so you should. They should definitely, you know,
1: yeah, give props should, to you. They should do something for me, yeah.
0: <laughs> but um,
1: yeah. Maybe we can get James on a on an episode one day.
0: This is a uh, going back to the song "Live Again." This is actually one of the songs I actually I uh, I noticeably hear the bass. Really? Because they tune way the fuck down on this record, even lower than they used to. Because I think they tuned down the A for this record.
1: Did they drop A or something like that? I have no idea. I just remember so you're the guitar it, guy. Uh,
0: reading it somewhere. Like, I'm not going to say for sure, but
1: like... Okay, here's I- my thing, and I guess this is what you're getting to Is there actually bass on this album or not?
0: Well, it is in this song because I hear it. Okay. Like, I actually hear a distorted bass
1: guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering if that was just guitar or maybe yeah. with an effect or something. Well, I was going because back... Because it almost has, to me, like I wrote... It's almost like a Manson-esque sound yeah. for like the... Uh, um, verses here. Well,
0: maybe they do use like a synth or something to drop it down to the bass mm-hmm. registry, street. But, um, I don't know. I just thought it was a bass recording. And I thought, you know, when I listened to this again today, um, I was like, is this the only song with bass in it? Mm-hmm. It's not. But in this, uh, I thought it was at the time. I was like, that would make sense. This is the tribute to make mm-hmm. So they're going to have a prominent bass track, but going back, cause like, you don't really hear it through through this whole record. Yeah. Because it seemed like they tuned down. And they were already tuned low to begin with through their whole career. They tuned uh, C sharp, but the low E string, the thick string on the guitar, they tuned down another step to B.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So they could play power chords with one finger. But it was fucking heavy. But it seemed like they tuned down lower for this record.
1: Because there is this, you know, since Mick... Is dead, and so out of respect, they decided to not have a bass player in their band anymore. Yeah. And on their live shows, they just play his bass tracks over the house speakers. So. That's really cool. Yeah. But imagine, like, the timing they actually have to do for a live show now. Like, you can't fuck around and do something because the bass track's going to do what it does, right? Yeah. So you just have to play the song like you're supposed to play a song, right?
0: I don't think it matters. (laughs) They just just groove with it. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not diminishing on. I Mm -hmm. think it's they could. They could play with it.
1: Okay, but it's like I don't know because obviously you have the band there usually. Mm -hmm. You can kind of go on a tangent or whatever you do, extra breakdown, extend whatever. Who knows? But for this, it's like how much work do they have to do to actually practice before a gig to get all these timing cues down when you're just Really relying on a track instead of the bass player—it's kind of neat. I don't know.
0: That's a major props to him because that's really cool. Not a lot of people, I think, do that.
1: Yeah, uh, at their shows they have. I I assume it might actually be his bass amp and his bass, and it's got a candle on it and whatnot. So very cool, pretty cute. Um, yeah. So live again, big tribute to Mick Morris, RIP. Um, I don't know what else I can say about it. Yeah. There's a video for that one, too, so check that out.
0: This song is <laughs> definitely a tribute to McDeth.
1: Yeah. Alright, number five, which is maybe the hardest song title-wise. Laid to waste in the shit of man.
0: <laughs> I will admit on this uh, track that I, uh, I didn't know the name of it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but um, and I tend to do that with records I listen to. Like I don't learn the names of songs. I just listen to it and go on with my life. Like, oh, I love track four. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw the title of this. And I was like, damn, that's a uh, that's brutal. <laughs>
1: that's that's a that's a title. Yeah. Um. All right. So what do you think about this? Because I, I didn't really come up with anything of what I guess what this might be about.
0: I like the uh, I like the groove of this one. Because he's like, I ah, know I've been taken down this road before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, like the open. It starts with like a drum. Yeah. Pitter-patter. And the drums sound really cool. And then just a fucking super driving mm-hmm. guitar open. It drags the
0: filth, the misery-laden slop, the race of man.
1: Do we know what that's from? I don't. That's the one song on this that every lyric page didn't know what it was from.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's definitely cool. Yeah, I okay. like it. I'll throw it. Major cool,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah. Super uh, chill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A-F. Uh, but this one, um, let me look at these lyrics for a minute here. I know you, I've been down, you go ahead and look down this road before. You can see what I've seen. I think you'd want to choke. Um,
1: All I got is society is collapsing and fuck it.
0: Now... <laughs> You definitely get that from the, the pat the statement at the beginning, right? The drums and the chugging guitar.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Makes me think of taxi driver. Hmm. Looking at fucking filth all night and yeah, yeah. shaving yourself a mohawk and going out a gun and you know.
1: Kind of just watched taxi driver for the first time. I did, yeah.
0: <laughs> but um Oh my gosh.
1: I couldn't come up with anything.
0: Or will I self-destruct by killing more than time? If this is the end, uh, now I think I'm breaking down. But I want more. I hate to never, hate to never know. Um, maybe this is a song about just giving up, or you know, dying slowly.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's a uh, looking at all the temptations and stuff. I guess because. You made a mention of this record, like it seems like it's a very, a, it's like a love letter to being straight edge.
1: Hmm. Well, not the album, but uh, it's a few songs a for few sure. Songs?
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Maybe that's just me assuming. Huh.
1: <laughs> you know what happens when you do that? Don't. Hmm?
0: We're on a good roll here, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know, uh, In the Shit I Lay to Waste, I guess it's just looking around and
1: and that part was very Avenged Sevenfold for me.
0: In this shit, I lay to waste. Mm-hmm. The way he sings it, or the yeah, lyrics?
1: vocally, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this shit, I lay to waste. <laughs> very uh, M Shadows.
0: We're, yeah, we're sitting over fucking shadows. We're sitting over here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That dude could kick my ass. I've seen his guns. <laughs> um, we're sitting over here doing that like singing these songs and we're cringing but you know that's going to be what makes the show right
1: i love when they sing (laughs)
0: yeah it's awful but it's awesome (laughs) i ironically love it
1: uh but is it not very uh, avenged right though yeah Yeah. Uh, okay so we had a talk the other day uh, about me trying to guess what your favorite song in this album was Mm -hmm. and it was this right this one yeah no, it spit. It wasn't one time. You said it. This one it, right here. Yeah. Late. Like like when it dropped and you said it and it blew my mind because I was like, there's no way you like that vocal part because you shit on like their previous album where it was more like that. You know, uh, it could have been just one of those things like I was talking
0: about the breakdown. Like you can't pick a favorite one because mm-hmm. it just depends on the day, like what you're feeling. And sure, maybe yeah. I was just feeling it that day. And I'm guilty of doing that. I know I am. Okay. Um, being like, oh, this is my favorite record of all time. That's well, just what I've listened to this past week, and I'm <laughs> fucking into it. I'm just overselling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely don't think I can put this above spit. Okay. As far as doing, like, a uh, another listen to it. All
1: right. That's fair. Um, but, yeah, I like it. I haven't not liked the song yet. Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, solid. But, again, I might be a little biased.
0: Yeah. I would say you are. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Because hmm. you... Sorry. I don't know. Can you
0: think of anything they've ever done that you were kinda of like this shit sucks? Um It's hard to, it's hard to do when you're a big fan. To actually say something's bad.
1: Um jeez. There's gotta be a bad song in there somewhere.
0: I don't know, you liked eighteen visions self titled, so
1: Dude, that is just a fucking rock record, man. It's good.
0: Look, I'll go I'll go ahead and say it. Um while the
1: production did. values were just fucking insane. I loved it.
0: Fuck. That's not what brought him to the dance.
1: Yeah, but it was just perfect.
0: That was them selling out right there. Man. Right there. Getting overproduced. Not being that grunge. They didn't make
1: any money, so they didn't sell out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't sell out if you don't make any money. Uh, if nobody's buying, how are you going to sell out? Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> it sold under 100,000 copies. They didn't sell out. <laughs>
0: Look, even though I'm... Into this band, love the old records, love this record. I still do not like self titled. I probably don't like, uh, probably most
1: of the Obsession either. Yeah.
0: Vanity. Vanity's okay. Mm-hmm. My real love is a heavy raw 18.
1: Lifeless. Yeah. Yesterday is time killed. Yeah. Until the ink runs out. Uh, what's that one? No Time for Love. Yep. Yeah. Um
0: and then the record the best of where they just took all the big hits off those and just redid them in the studio but they were still
1: and one new song motionless and white
0: oh yeah, yeah. okay god great record yeah. <laughs> It was very good yeah. you want to talk about breakdowns yeah motionless and white um and I'm not talking about the band all
1: right um where are we at uh, we're you went know, off the track there. <laughs>
0: late late to waste and <laughs> the shit of man yeah did we come up with anything. Just that I was like, I was very surprised to read that as a title for a song. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And, um, I think it's just being weighed down by, uh, things you don't agree with in society.
1: Hmm. I'll take it. Let's move on to track six. Oath.
0: This was the first, uh, the first hit, right?
1: Uh, first single they dropped. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, this was the one that... If you can
1: call it a single, I don't know.
0: This was the one that, uh... They had the vocal part out first. It's kind of like a tease, right?
1: I believe so. Where you're like, oh, that sounds like shit. Yeah. And I'm going to hate this. Yeah,
0: you showed it to me. <laughs> and that was my, that's what I was worried about. I was like, oh my God, they're coming back. He's been doing Burn Halo this whole time. I'm not a big fan of Burn Halo. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, it's just going to be 18 Visions with a little bit of Burn Halo mixed in. Mm-hmm. And I hear that and I'm just like, and it's isolated. There's no guitar. There's no backing track.
1: Yeah, it was just him literally holding the microphone, recording himself scream.
0: And, uh, yeah, was not into it. And mm-hmm. I was like, God, this is going to suck, Stephen. What the what the hell are you doing to me here?
1: And I said, Kyle, you hear it on the album, it's going to sound good.
0: And I was like, I don't know, because I'm stubborn.
1: And what happened?
0: Well, I heard it on the album, and it was good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about this song? Uh, you go first. All right. Um. The music video, I think, was released before the record, right?
1: Yeah, I believe um, they had made all of this announcement on, like, one day. I believe it was April 20th, which is kind of funny. Straight Edge Band, 420. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, Well, that goes back to your whole statement about these songs being pro-edge.
1: 2017, which was 10 years to the day of their last show. Before the comeback, obviously. Didn't
0: they have a countdown clock for this?
1: Uh, yeah. That's kind of how it all started. Out of nowhere, 18 Visions official popped up on Instagram. And it's like, the countdown begins, blah, blah, blah. And like, weekly, they would give kind of a slight update or whatever. Um, but yeah, the song, video, and all the album details dropped on that day. Yeah.
0: So... This one is another one of those tracks that it just kind of pummels you.
1: Mm, yeah. Kind of like the opening track. Was. Very short, sweet. Yeah. Well, maybe not sweet. It's pretty heavy. You know, it's, it's a blitz <laughs> for sure.
0: It's heavy. It's fast. Take your shame. exposed for all to see. You're broken over. Prosecuted. Judged and buried. Mm-hmm. soul convicted. And then, um, not short, like two minutes flat, right? Maybe, if, two, if seconds, that. maybe two seconds on top of that, yeah. but it's nothing as far as length. Yeah. Um, Heavy, heavy, and then we will keep this oath. We keep this oath. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: All right, so I think we had uh, maybe differing takeaways from this song. So what was yours again?
0: For this one, um, for me, it was, this is the song that they released first. Mm -hmm. This was their declaration, hey, we're back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we made a pact to be heavy as fuck back in the day. We're honoring that pact with this song.
1: Hmm. Okay. So. Uh, to me, it was just straight up, straight edge anthem and hey, we're still edge and fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much my big takeaway from this.
0: You can go either way. They're, I would like to. They're uh,
1: keeping this oath to continue to X up on a daily basis. And that's about it.
0: I would love to hear uh, from James or somebody in the band, Keith, and see what these lyrics are about.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I said, well, I'll have to reach out to him. I guess I got his email, so yeah. we'll see. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm kind of tight with him, you know.
1: <laughs> um, anything else about oath here? No, nah, man. All right. All right, let's get to your uh, favorite track of the day, um, number seven. <laughs> <Spit>. <laughs> My favorite track of the
0: day. Yeah, yeah. Opens up with the Gangs of New York sample, which I didn't know was from Gangs of New York.
1: i either until I just read it today. Yeah, I thought it was. Fuck! I thought it was from
0: Sopranos or some shit. I've never seen <laughs> Sopranos, but it sounded Italian to me. That's oh, very good. You should watch it. Yeah, I tried watching like two episodes of it. I just kind of fell off.
1: Hmm. hmm. Missed out.
0: But uh like I know your works. You were neither cold nor hot. So because you're lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. Like it's it almost borders on like fucking Seinfeld for me. Mm. But um, and I then love it, it
1: kicks in. <laughs> I will spew. Yeah.
0: Spell. yeah. yeah. Spit you out! Mm -hmm. I killed it, and then this is the second track where you hear bass. Mm, You think so? Yeah, I hear it like right there where he goes. I
1: don't know. I don't know what bass is supposed to sound like. Even though I play bass, it's just this (laughs) well
0: on this track. It's just this dirty low end growl Mm -hmm. that you hear thumping with the drums. Where he's like, "I kill just to justify before I take." Yes, I kill just to feel so alive
1: continues Feel on so yeah. yeah
0: and then the guitar kicks in and it's like and it's like i could be the reason you can't fight off your demons why the fuck was this song not a hit
1: uh, why didn't it get a music video dude this song first of all i'm gonna say it's just another straight edge song that's oh. my takeaway
0: oh definitely or it's about kicking an addiction for sure mm-hmm.
1: Um, and fuck, man! Does this song got some swagger to it?
0: There's so much.
1: Like you were saying, the, the those vocal pieces where he says um, "I kill for whatever," and then the second vocal comes in yeah. Just feel so alive, like yeah. just cool fucking rock swagger.
0: And then yeah, speaking of swagger, the way they cut into that I could be the reason. Mm-hmm. Like you just go back and forth with yeah. it, you know, like.
1: which is another thing that. I think they always kind of had that made them different from people that were maybe similar in the heaviness or this or that, looks, whatever. But they stuck out because maybe they were heavier than rock bands, but they kind of had the swag of it. Yeah. You know? They definitely
0: had that rock and roll like swag to them, like you say.
1: Yeah. But. God. Kill the track. Hell. Vocals are great in the song, especially. Like I said, the back and forth with them switch in, and then it just just adds, I don't know, just such a cool effect to it. Yeah.
0: Fuck, reading this, though, it seems like the song's about heroin.
1: Mm, hit me.
0: Like, the needle's got you showing that you're just so fucking chemical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I could be the reason you can't fight off your demons, like a drug, like an enabler or something. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's just so fucking chemical. You know, talking about endorphins, the release. Spit you out, and I've got you thinking the shit has got you twisted because it's just so fucking chemical. I used to think it said, it's just a fucking chemical.
1: It's just something. a fucking chemical. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: High is getting low, mm-hmm. and sweat is getting cold, or sweats are getting cold. Yeah. Like withdrawals. And yeah, shit. yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe because this is a song about me having withdrawals from the lack of music they put out. <laughs>
0: So we're going to spit you out a new record.
1: Yeah, there you go. I will spit you. They're here to feed me my addiction.
0: And the shit ain't lukewarm, <laughs> fuck. It's white hot.
1: I mean, I could be way off track here. I don't know, but and I think then, it's about me.
0: And then I think the most like, <laughs> pop-esque part, and it's catchy as fuck, is where he's like, I'm the one you see that brings you to your knees. Mm-hmm. I'm the one to behold.
1: Mm-hmm. So fucking good. That sounds so good. Yeah. Right.
0: And I'm not. I w- I will say that I'm not a fan of obsession.
1: Mm-hmm. Not a
0: fan of 18 Vision self title where a lot of the songs were singing. Mm-hmm. But holy fuck, if they sounded like this, I'd go buy them tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah. This. Oh, if you're gonna listen to one song off this album, I might say this one. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. If um, I think it's got all the pieces. That you need to get a sampling of the band. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you listen to this and you're not much of a, you're not much into this kind of music, this is the song you want to start out with, in my opinion. I wouldn't jump in with Crucified. No, 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 no. Because that's that's a love letter to Lifeless. So, <laughs> um, da, 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 da. now that I think about it, like yeah, because Lifeless had the dude Crucified on the album. Oh, true. And, Very
1: yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, anything else for spit here? I can't say
0: anything else that wouldn't be the same thing I've been saying.
1: It's cool, man. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, number eight, which is picture perfect. Number eight, picture perfect.
0: Why the fuck do I not have that pulled up?
1: Uh, to me, this is another callback throwback. Um, almost a sequel to a previous song of theirs from vanity titled, you broke like glass. This my,
0: this might have been my favorite one day of the week. What and I'm looking at the lyrics and stuff, remembering the song,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, picture perfect with your rock cocaine. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this might be your favorite.
0: One of them. Mm. I meant on like any given day, like okay. oh yeah, if uh, if Tuesday, this could be my favorite tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, if, if uh, Tuesdays was uh, what was that one you said
1: That's my favorite? Um, laid to waste in the shit of man. Yeah, mm-hmm. this might
0: have been my Wednesday. Okay.
1: <laughs> so today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Spitz, you know, the weekend jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, again, this one has uh, a lot of swag to it as well.
0: Yeah. Especially the, like, oh, God, I can't do it justice on the mic. But it's it's like. sing it. Oh, there you going to Yeah, I can't, I can't sing that. Smoking glass ain't got no shame. There you go. Yeah. Well, that sounded <laughs> good. <laughs> um, do you remember you broke like glass? vaguely okay i haven't listened to it in
1: years it was kind of like a how do i describe the song it was almost like this sound wise a little bit but it's like uh someone uh, again breaking straight edge i think that's what the song is about and I don't, this just seemed like a sequel to me i don't know you'll have to go back and listen to it i guess and um see if you agree or not maybe it's making fun
0: of a uh, you know, people who put up a perfect veal. Uh, you know, cocaine, mm-hmm. kind of like a, a rich person's drug, mm-hmm. you know, pitch perfect, all successful. Mm-hmm.
1: But actually you got a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, smoking glass, I guess, I don't know what smoking glass would be, maybe smoking crack.
1: Because,
0: mm-hmm. isn't then like you cook cocaine to make crack or something
1: i don't know anything about drugs i'm straight edge
0: no oh, my bad <laughs> i am too as i drink this miller light over here um but uh you never told me what you really were i guess hiding a addiction
1: mm-hmm. oh tell me that line which one what you just said
0: you never told me what you really were another lie but now i see right through you oh, okay I,
1: I can praying. hear it in my head i listen to this album so much when, yeah. when i just read the, the lyrics i can hear it it's yeah. crazy yeah
0: it's it's amazing yeah. um Sitting pretty, at least you thought you were, until your walls came down, and now I know your game.
1: Hmm. See, it's definitely like, um, found out somebody's dark secret, perhaps, or Now something? I know why you're so skinny. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, just, anti-drug song, again, I'm pretty definitely.
0: sure. Gave me a reason to hate myself for ever knowing
1: you. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cold, right? Yeah. That's hard as nails. Yeah. Fuck you. You're out of my life forever. Yeah. Basically.
0: Clean your nose off. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Um, keep going. With what?
1: This Uh, song? Whatever we're talking about, yeah.
0: Well, I guess there's not much more to say about this song. I mean, it has the same message. It's steady as fuck. It's got that swag. Swag. Yeah. Again. The rock back and forth, like, sitting pretty with your rock cocaine. mm Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's almost like a... um, It's
0: a rock and roll song, dude.
1: It's a rock and roll song, (laughs) maybe almost uh, like a parody, maybe. Like, you rockers are obviously probably on drugs more often than not. Maybe that's kind of a tie-in. Maybe that's why it's like, kind of like that, you know? Yeah. If they put that much thought in it, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean, if they're putting that much thought in this, they probably drew that for the other one, too. Like, looking around and seeing all this filth and...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shit. Which song was that we were talking about where we're like they look around, they don't like what they see. We're uh
1: laying the Waste, yeah. shit of man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe that's what they're talking about too, being around all these, you know, rockers who just do drugs and shit.
1: Maybe. You done with it? I'm done with it. Uh-huh. Number nine. Fake leather jacket.
0: And that's like an awesome opening uh, sample.
1: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Nick Cage. I mean come on. Yeah.
0: Guys like, you look like a clown in this stupid jacket. You know, this is a snakeskin. skin sh- snake sh- God damn Have another beer Kyle <laughs> uh, This is a snakeskin jacket And for me it's a symbol of my individuality And my belief in personal freedom <laughs> And then the first guy who made a comment was like Asshole
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah this is uh, from the movie Wild at Heart I believe it's a Lynch film right
0: I don't know I've never seen it no. right. I didn't even know it was Nick Cage until you told me You couldn't tell it was Nick Cage? No Come on <laughs> No
1: um, alright, so, fake leather jacket, what's this motherfucker about? Man, you made a
0: promise you just couldn't keep, said you made me famous, the year of the V. That's about that goddamn record company, is it?
1: This might be about Epic, or whatever it was, yeah. yeah. To me, this was a, like a big fuck you music industry song.
0: Well, listen to this song. But you're just so Epic, full of shit. Yeah. That says it right there, right?
1: Yeah, huh. Do we need
0: to dive any more into it? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to hear another word. Your arrogance, it makes me sick as I feel my stomach turn.
1: Yeah, and then we get uh, later on in the song, it's like, liar, sadist, corporate, rapist. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty on the nose. Kind of
0: whispers it like, yeah. liar. <laughs> yeah. And then you got that sweet-ass singing part where it's like, an, I don't need a reason. I think you're aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you... So you don't care? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Would you? Would we, would you like this one? I like them all,
0: bro. Yeah. Okay. Damn.
1: <laughs> um, this is probably the first time you revisited this until uh, since kind of it came out, or you know those few weeks you listened to it when it came out.
0: Mm, I was like, a few months it came out. <laughs> like,
1: oh, it was sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I, still, it, maybe it, it, maybe in a year you haven't listened to it.
0: No. Um. I used to back when I had my other vehicle. It used to get plenty of rotation, Mm -hmm. but the CD player in the new vehicle doesn't work. Mm. So it was the first CD I popped in to listen to. Okay, but now it's stuck in there and I'll never get it back.
1: It doesn't play though. Doesn't play at all. Won't eject it. That's lame.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny because like the uh, go off track here for a minute. Ah. Hmm. Um. The
1: CD player. They're they're gonna stop saying that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We get it. That's the show. (laughs) Uh, it has six-disc changer in it, right? Mm-hmm. Full of, like, Christian gospel. Okay. Play, play perfectly. Yeah. Take them all out, put in my 18 Visions record,
1: mm-hmm. doesn't play at all. Mm-hmm.
0: Couple day, a couple weeks later, won't even eject it. Won't even try to play it. Acts like nothing's there. So I thank God took my 18 Visions record.
1: Oh. oh. God damn him.
0: Whoa.
1: Oh, sorry. Whoa. And James is kind of a Christian now, right? Is so, he? Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember hearing that yeah. from you.
1: But I don't know. I don't know if he's done or not. I think yeah, he be he, right he here, took right? the label off on Twitter. He had it on Twitter Oops. saying he was a Christian, but then it was gone. <laughs> so I don't know. Fake leather jacket. Yeah, it's a rocker.
0: <laughs> you know, um,. Now that I'm looking at the sample, right? Yeah. Idiot Punk, that would be 18 Visions, right? What? The Idiot Punk is who says, you look like a clown in that stupid jacket. Mm -hmm. And then the Sailor, who is Nick Cage, as you said. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is a snakeskin jacket. And for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and my belief in personal freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, Scream's poser, right?
1: The Nick Cage character? Yeah. Hmm, Maybe. I don't know. Let me see where you're going with it. Maybe that's before them, I jump on board maybe that's them taking a
0: stab at uh, epic because mm-hmm. epic is this big corporate record label yeah excuse me and they're like this underground metal band mm-hmm. and they're trying to relate to them and mm-hmm. maybe they can't
1: they just come off as douchey so you're saying the uh the label executive walked in wearing a leather jacket and be like yeah I'm cool with you guys yeah What's up, dudes?
0: Hear you rock pretty hard. <laughs> bang, bang. Or I could just be reading way
1: too deep into it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, there's got to be something to this title, right? Fake Leather Jacket. Yeah. Definitely some kind of poser-esque maybe comment. The,
0: maybe the leather jacket isn't fake. Maybe it's the person wearing the leather jacket.
1: Mm, perhaps, yeah. Um, you got anything for this song? Anything that's, else? That's all for me. All right. Another cool one. I'm probably going to say that for all of them. Uh, so let's just get to the last one. This is number 10. For this, I sacrifice. What you got for us?
0: Um, I'm 98% sure I wrote that riff.
1: How many percent?
0: 98. <laughs> Why do you say that? Come on. You know, it's not what I'm talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've heard this song, yeah. yeah. What's the song? You don't
0: remember me busting that out of practice before
1: this album came out? Uh, which one? Was it Warsaw? No. Oh. <laughs>
0: it was uh, you know the bom 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 bom. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had the recording. yeah. and we could sue. <laughs> um any takeaway from this other than the Blade Runner sample?
0: Um this is the the end of the album. <laughs> yep, you got <laughs> well, it. Well, let Summing it up because, I mean, it's it's a summary. If you read the lyrics, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, love, love, the only way I can erase the day. And if you just go off this whole record, they're having a shitty day. They're looking around. They see filth around them. Mm-hmm. Coked up rockers on the same level. This douchebag handler from Epic Records. Mm-hmm. And the love of the fans is the only thing that can erase all that away.
1: Mm.
0: You know, this song has never ended. Hey, we never went away. Mm-hmm. Um, feed upon it. Um, the life is so complicated deep inside it.
1: Shut the down. sweetest sound that we created, for this I sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, it's a love letter to the fans.
1: The fans or, yeah, just yeah. like to music in general, I guess. Yeah. Because they never really gave that up. They they stopped 18 Visions, but this guy went to this band, James started his own band, uh, blah, 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 you know. And, I mean, they, they just seem super appreciative of their fans. I mean, look how you
0: were dreaded. When you reached out to McDeath, he didn't have to give you the time of day. Mm-hmm. He could have deleted his ha- his whatever he called that. Could have blocked me. Could sure. have blocked yeah. you. Um, but no, he chose to develop a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, some hillbilly from Kentucky. <laughs> He's like, I go hang out with porn stars and have my own t-shirt merchandise company. and <laughs> This little podunk in his trailer doesn't fucking do anything. <laughs> wow. Probably the most famous kid will ever fucking uh, get is licking it off my boots.
1: Wow. I'm just kidding. That's kind of mean.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I was told to call you out more.
1: Oh. By who? Uh,
0: fan of our other show.
1: Hmm. Can I get a name? Josie. no really?
0: Or Brian. He called me. He probably told me his name was Brian, so like, if I'm checking like an airport registry, because he said he wanted to kill me, because it would help the popularity of our other show. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, probably told me Brian, so I wouldn't see a Josie on a flight manifest and try to get off the flight or something.
1: Um, All right, so this is the end of the album. That's it.
0: Um, Yeah, I definitely think this is a love letter to the fans.
1: Yeah, you might hear the love, love part and like, hey, maybe this is like a love song or whatever, but I think it's a little more than that. And I think it is about the music or perhaps like Kyle saying the fans and because... Previously, we just fucked the music industry before this song. Yeah. But now we're back. Our yeah. own terms. Now we're cuddling with it. We're we're cool, <laughs> you know. But we still like making the music. But maybe the corporate level is a little fucked up. Yeah. Which is, um, I'm pretty sure, pretty true.
0: We love the sausage. We just don't like how it's made.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I guess that wraps it up. Do you have any...
0: Now, what What did you take away from this album? Or this song?
1: The song, That's, I said Love Letter to Music. Um, well, I said that actually. Well, actually. Or no, you said music, I said fan. Yeah, I wrote it down over here oh, okay. on, on my notes. Are you saying
0: my opinion isn't legit because I don't have any notes?
1: Yeah, he's just making this shit up as he goes. Well, oh, so. whatever. It's been up here all week. <laughs> all right, so do you have any um, wrap-up thoughts overall about the album? Um, anything like that?
0: Um, I hope I'm not overselling it by saying this, but... Um, as far as ten-year layoffs go, and returning bands, um, this is probably one of the best, like, return albums. Yeah.
1: I said that the other day, and then you laughed at me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm stealing it.
1: Okay, <laughs> I was
0: kidding. What did I laugh at you for?
1: No, I said maybe I'm a little biased, and you're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was so. a joke. Oh, okay,
0: you are biased. You yeah, well, love true. everything they do.
1: This is perhaps the greatest return album of all time. I'm just going to say it. You Take, say, it. You see, tell you like it is. All right.
0: You see, you put it at number one. I'm like, I don't know about that.
1: It's in the uh, discussion because somebody's going to be about like,
0: well, what about Aerosmith when they came back? Which one was that? I don't know. Back when they did the thing with Run DMC.
1: Mm. Well, that was pretty good.
0: Man. Mm. see, now 18 visions is number Could, two. Well,
1: yeah, well, Aerosmith's probably number two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, da 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 da. All right. So you want to like put over the album or um, anything else we need to touch on here? I don't. I don't. I'm going
0: to give it five Miller lights out of five. Very good for a straight edge record.
1: High praise. <laughs> <laughs> now I do love this album. It was a great comeback album because, of course, like we said, a ten year break. I didn't know what to expect from this album.
0: Yeah, you really didn't know what you were getting. I really thought we were going to get. Self-titled Part Two.
1: Yeah, maybe like because they had such a drastic change in their career already. Then you add a ten-year break, and it's like, well, what are they going to do? I mean, would they really go back to that sound? And well, yeah, kind of they did. Yeah. Why? Uh, why do you think they never got as
0: like bigger than what they were? Because I mean, heavier like heavy bands got popular for a
1: minute. Mm-hmm. Too soon. Too, too soon. They, uh, too soon. Yeah. Ten years, well, maybe not ten years, five years before their time.
0: Do you think it was because they didn't actually fit, um, a particular mold? Because you think about, like, the early 2000s, like, metal bands kind of had a certain mold.
1: Like, give um, it to me.
0: Like, Kill Switch Engage, Shadows Fall, mm-hmm. um, to a lesser extent, Unearthed. Just that sound where it's like, we're going to, uh, you'll hit that root note, and then they'll play like a single line. A tray, you, 18 Visions, or not 18 Visions, but Avenged Sevenfolds, Unholy Confessions is a good example.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or like you would have the screaming, aggressive verse, and then you have the poppy chorus. Yeah. Like, 18 Visions, to me, like, I don't really remember them playing single notes at all. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a chug-chug rhythm playing. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Um, I think the reason why they didn't take off is because they've always, to me, seems like they've always associated more with the punk hardcore crowd mm-hmm. than the actual metal crowd.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe sound-wise, they were too this and not enough that. For one side or the other, looks-wise, it's like, well, they don't look like a metal band uh, or whatever, you know, I don't, I just too... Scattered and different, and yeah. people didn't know how to place them. I guess I don't know. And I
0: mean, it seemed like a lot of bands.
1: Because, like they- I said, they're they're like this metal slash hardcore band, but they're in nice suits, yeah. and nice hair, but also at the same time they got this like classic rock uh, swagger to them, like what's going on you know they, maybe, maybe it just confused people
0: <laughs> they definitely should have been bigger than what they were
1: mm-hmm. i agree but, but there's a whole uh written thing about this somewhere maybe it was metal sucks or uh something i can't remember but talking about how people probably owe them or they were ahead of their time or something like that uh, that i read so maybe find that learn a little about about the band uh, i don't know Um, But yeah, uh, they did recently, not announced, but kind of alluded to the fact that they're working on another album, so I'm excited to see what that's going to be, and maybe we'll cover that when it drops, hopefully later this year. Sounds good. All right, so do you want to talk about what's coming up in about two weeks on this show, because we kind of talked about it earlier, where... We're not going to just cover your heavy stuff. Um, We might mix it up a little bit. Oh, we're
0: definitely mixing it up. I I don't want it to just be rock and metal.
1: It won't be just rock. It won't just be metal. It won't be just things that we already listen to and like either. I think we'll try things that we never even listen to. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, maybe I'll list, make Kyle listen to something he hates that I know he'll hate and make him try to say something positive about it. And maybe Kyle will do the same to me. And you want to talk about the next album you picked first to cover, oh, which yeah. is drastically different yeah, from this, I, wanted, I would assume?
0: <laughs> I wanted to do something as left field as I could from uh, our previous two entries, Allison Chains and 18 Vision. So next week, we will be doing Dwight Yoakam's Guitars, Cadillacs, etc., etc.
1: <laughs> There's two etc. Yep. I like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, I will admit already, I've never listened to this album. Me neither. So, so I don't even know if I can name you a Dwight Yoakam song. Guitars and Cadillacs, dude. It's in the fucking title. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know it was uh, the title track ah. or whatever. Well, I, we'll I just you know there. I'm from Sling Blade. <laughs> and um crank
0: yeah i'll uh i'll tell my story of seeing do i live Oh, that happened yeah
1: all right well look forward to that in two weeks um should we plug some stuff yeah um do we have a fourth album lined up um we look at the calendar and see how close we're getting say our first episode is going to release on the 21st of august it's two weeks away and then this one would release on the fourth, if I recall correctly.
0: You putting it out biweekly. Yeah. Yep. On the fourth.
1: So September fourth. White would uh, drop.
0: Um. Not on the
1: eleventh, but September the eighteenth. And then the next, uh, and two weeks from that would be October. Yep, October second. So October, the plan is to do. I want to do horror themed kind of albums or, you know, closely related, you know, talking misfits or, you know, something like that, you know, for all October. I want to do, I want to do a rap record. And, uh, is it horror related? No. We'll just wait three weeks and we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. (laughs) I just, I just wanted to go another. I just wanted to tie in for the, um, you know, kind of celebrate the month, you know?
0: Okay. I just wanted to, uh. I want to do something from left field from Dwight and Allison Chains mm. stuff. So.
1: Well, we'll definitely get to it.
0: Okay. Because it was the thing I was originally going to want to do. Don't worry. I got a rap album for you in October. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be picking every one. And you're going to love for it. in October. I can't wait. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one, uh, the reason why we're doing Dwight instead of this one um, is because I was like, I want to get away from something so aggressive mm-hmm. for a minute.
1: It's going to be interesting, uh, like like I said, and well, Kyle said it too. He's never listened to the album. I guess he's actually listened to Dwight before, though. Yeah. yeah. But um, so, yeah, it might be a a different show.
0: <laughs> so check it out next week. We're going to be covering uh, Dwight Yoakam.
1: Well, two weeks from t- today. Yeah. Well, depending on what day you're listening to this, who knows? <laughs> yeah.
0: So this is just, this is going to be bi-weekly, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Is That cool. It's fun. All right. Yeah. But um. You want to talk about our other shows?
0: Sure. Uh, our other podcast, our main one, is uh, Boar Meets World, where we cover the show "Boy Meets World, seasons one through seven, the entire series. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we're currently on season three. Yep. have been doing it for a minute. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, you can find all the links over on Twitter at Boar Meets World. We have another show called Half Hour Haunts, where we cover... cover um, What would you say? Like Halloween specials of sitcoms, uh, horror anthologies.
0: Yeah, and we try to keep it uh, semi-nostalgic, like 90s, early 2000s. Um, For example, our first two episodes are covering the two-part premiere of Goosebumps, The Haunted Mask. Yeah. And our third episode is the Halloween episode of Brotherly Love called Witchcraft.
1: Yeah, uh, you'll be hearing that. The show will actually be out before that. That show will be dropping in October as well, so get ready for that. Um, you can get ready for that at half hour haunts on Twitter. Of course, this show is off the tracks and that's at off the tracks pod on Twitter. Um, anything else?
0: That's it. Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah. Uh, check out 18 by 18 visions. We both loved it. Uh, and if you want to hear more from them, I think their Twitter is at 18V underscore official so check that out and we'll see you in two weeks with uh dwight keep on rocking <laughs> in a free world
0: i just that's, that's neil young oh yeah oh we'll get to him <laughs>
1: <laughs> see y'all there